It's time for Overlook Stocks, the movers that you missed in today's session. George Tillis is our man digging through the numbers for now publicly listed Hellbiz. George, and man, do I like that name because I'm a hellboy on an electric scooter, I'll tell you that much. Do not get in my way, George, if you see me on a moped, an electric scooter, or an electric-powered public bike because I'm coming in hot. <laughs> you can, but you can also watch a live streaming Italian soccer on the app as well, OJ. So uh, that might be the bigger story. I had a hell of a time. <laughs> I had a hell of a time trying to figure out what this company does. But yes, they're in <laughs> ur urban uh, ride sharing, mobility as uh, scooters and mopeds and e-bikes, just like you said. They've got actually an app that's uh, pretty unique in terms of fleet, for fleet management software, and they use artificial intelligence to do things like environmental mapping to sort of optimize business operations, but they're also moving into other areas like food delivery is, uh, is, uh, is another area they're moving into. But uh, interesting enough, they've got uh, the uh, Hellbiz Live, which is basically a live streaming uh, you know, uh, broadcasting medium within that application as well. So I think it sort of, sort of serves a lot of these different unique um, uh, secular trending themes that are going on right now. Eventually they the have heck is going on? through their website or had gone through their website. So this well, is buying financial services as well eventually. What? All right. So hold on, George. It's like Fubo TV for Italian soccer yeah. meets mopeds for just Italian vibes in general, uh, which also meets delivery. You know, so they got like a little DoorDash mixed in with Bird, then mixed in. How does any of this make sense together? Well, so that's the thing. I mean, it, it's obviously trying to develop itself as sort of a conglomerate business model. Um, there are other companies out there that are doing this company, like Humble, uh, HMBL. I don't think we've talked about Humble, but that's a company that's got, for instance, like Humble Pay. They've also got uh, uh, ticketing, if you will, live ticketing venues and things like that, but also NFT. So a lot of these uh, new SPAC-based companies, in this case for Hellbiz, it was a reverse merger via SPAC in early August are trying to, to put their tentacles or businesses in a lot of different areas. So I had to actually go to their website and, and confirm whether or not they're actually in, you know, a, a, as a ride mobility business, but also in live sports and food delivery. And in fact, they are. Now, the stock was up immense today. And, and this is sort of a theme we've talked about. The For some reason, there's been a lot of momentum. A lot of the Reddit boards have been pushing a lot of these uh, reverse merger SPAC deals as of late. Uh, and some of the companies that are do with, for instance, uh, you know, space technologies are also moving quite a bit to the upside. We'll talk about one in just a second. There's also, like I said, a theme going on. But today, th there was also a catalyst as well. Uh, Hellbiz did struck, uh, strike a three-year uh, streaming media deal of Amazon. And, and I think this is a, a pretty impressive one on top of the most recent Italian sports deal and they've actually got some exclusive rights through Fox Sports uh, when it comes down to uh, to Italian soccer. So it looks like the deal itself with Amazon is to stream uh, through Amazon through Amazon's um, uh, Prime membership uh, streaming services for for Italian media. So that's where it seems to be concentrated. But anyway, uh, whatever it is, it moved the stock and it moved the stock quite aggressively today. But it is a stock also that's up uh, significantly over the last month, absent today's move as well. Mm. All right, uh, interesting. Where do they make the most money from right now, George? 
Well, that's a good question. I, I was going to say, uh, for those who are interested <laughs> in the company, before you do anything, I would wait for the next 10Q. I just have had a heck of a time trying to find information on the company itself. The reason being is it's just too new. Right, well, they just spat. metrics, at least from the software that I use. Yeah, so there's a lot of in-depth information because again, prior to the reverse merger, it was a private company. And so that information is still evolving. So as a publicly traded company, I'd, I'd, wait, I'd wait at least for the first earnings report, read through the 10Q to see, uh, see really where the revenue streams are, are going, but also where the expectations for revenue growth are gonna be going forward. All right, we'll put in an ask to uh, get the uh, executive leadership here on the show. We've hit just about every single SPAC, or at least as many as we can over the last year. So it seems like, uh, hell biz, we need to dig into the details here and see what kind of information uh, we can get because it's super interesting. A lot of different things that I guess fit together. They kind of seem like they don't, but the numbers will show whether or not it, it makes sense. It just seems like there must be a lot of overhead for a lot of different parts here that may not you know fit together so uh really interesting but obviously it's it's like designed to hit all these popular themes electric mobility uh sports streaming and the gambling stuff that's going wild and then the delivery components as well uh so obviously the stock's gone berserk from six to 28 dollars uh but who knows because the next yeah. stock we're going to talk about quantum scape looked similarly exciting poof yes. It all went away, George, but uh, there's still 24 bucks left in the stock. What's the latest here? Why was it up today? <laughs> yeah, it can only go to zero. You're right, OJ. I think it's it's important to point out the stock itself is down about 75% year to date. Uh, it was trading, I believe, over $130 in February. But uh, interesting company, but I will say this. It is a company that's a, in pre-development or pre. it's a pre-revenue company. There's no revenues to speak of. Uh, but it's a, a company engaged in the development of next generation uh, solid state uh, electric vehicle batteries or, or um, lithium type batteries. Now, solid state batteries and one of the challenges with any electric vehicle or to actually scale electric vehicle, uh, electric battery technology to larger, uh, larger machinery for us, like semi trucks, industrials and even airplanes is energy density. So these solid, solid state batteries, which are in development, are, are very unique. These are larger cell batteries, which pack more energy uh, in a smaller volume of space is, is like I said, in cell development. So QuantumScape is a leading developer uh, in, this, uh, in this realm of uh, more enhanced and, uh, and of course, uh, longer lasting batteries that give, of course, more range to vehicles. Uh, but the challenge has been essentially is, is where's the production, where's the scalability? It's still in pre-revenue. What are the estimates? now? The, the estimates that I had prior to the news today, which I'll explain in a second, was that the company wasn't expected to make any revenues until 2024. This was this came from their previous conference call uh, and analyst presentation that uh, that uh, is going to be about $14 million in 2024. Got to keep in mind the stock in market cap terms is $10 billion. The company does have about a billion and a half in cash burning about 320 million a year. So put the math together at the current pace, which I don't think will will be the same level next year. I think it'll increase. Uh, I estimate about three years worth of cash on the books. But today the stock did move because they announced QuantumScape, a collaboration with another OEM manufacturer that was undisclosed. Mm. They say now, based upon this news, that they will be in production by 2023. So. 
2024 was the outlook that the company had prior to today's news. I don't know if today's announcement is enough to move the needle because of the fact that the company is still not generating any revenues. It's still in pre-production. Uh, and again, there are a lot of questions about not necessarily viability, but when will they come to market? So can you wait? Uh, investors have been patiently waiting, and it's not turned out well so far. But I yeah. expect perhaps the trend to continue the downside unless something changes drastically. Just uh, it's tough, really, to kind of characterize or really usefully describe, uh, you know, how to invest in these things right now, where you know, a lot of people said that too many businesses were trapped in private markets for a long time. I think the SPAC trade has kind of, yep. you know, released that valve a little bit. But, you know, you're still talking revenue, you know, <laughs> two years down the road. So. Well, just uh, and I guess yeah. you got to be able to hold on for a long time, or you know, hope. It just seems like it's kind of a hope trade. A lot of these. What? Yeah, yeah. One one of the things is, is if, you, if you actually look at this company, the institutional base is rather profound and strong. Volkswagen is actually a big investor in the company. Ford okay. is actually a collaborative partner. But one of the right. things I did but notice. But not customers necessarily. Sure you have it. It, exactly. They have collaboration, but they don't necessarily have production yet. And so what, what I've noticed is, is that if you know, look at the large manufacturers, and this could be the case of QuantumScape. We never know if Volkswagen in, incorporates QuantumScape fully in their business. Eventually, if they pr have proof of uh, production, not necessarily proof of concept or technology, I think they're past that. But the other thing is, is that internal uh, scalability for battery production. Tesla produces their own. Neo is producing their own. Ford is looking like they're going to be producing their own. So QuantumScape has a huge barrier to scalability because of these larger manufacturers, which are uh, using production facilities, technologies, and know-how to scale production of their own in-house batteries. So that's something you got to keep in mind when you're dealing with a, a new company, especially one that doesn't have any revenue and is still in pre-production stage. Hey, George, give us the 45 seconds on your last one. Really like the details here, but we're out of time. Spire Global, the CEO, did come on the show here and talk to us about their space data that they sell. What's the latest here? Why is yes. it up? Well, it's a, it's a space data analytics company. It's sort of a, uh, let's call it a space to cloud-based business. So it doesn't actually have, you know, the, uh, the capital intensity needed to, to launch satellites and, of course, rockets into space. It's been part of this theme that's been going on as of late. And it has to do with space, uh, SPACs, and so forth. Right. Uh, in this case, this was an August 17th IPO. It's up 70% over the last month. There was no news today to speak of OJ uh, at all. So okay. I think this is, again, <laughs> uh, a momentum-based name. All right. So let's, let's just keep that in mind. Just moving. Uh, they, they did have revenues about, yes, they did have revenues about 28 million in 2020, expected 41 million in 2021. That's a 49% increase uh, year over year. Okay. Enterprise value at about a billion, 25 times forward expected. Uh, earnings when it, uh, sales right. when it comes down to its price to sales. Oh, 25 so, times sales. Uh, I, I have to say, Yes, it's still it's still a company that's uh, operating at a loss, very low revenue base relative to its enterprise value. So Whew, it's purely okay. momentum trade, in my opinion, at this moment. All right, George, tell us like it is. No news flow, still a big day for it anyway. SPAC's uh, hideout in today's market as the SPAC ETF, SPAK, yep. rallied a percent and a half as everything else got blasted. We got to run, George. We got to talk some more Evergrande. Okay. When we get back, Michael Purvis, nice work.